So what are your thoughts on self-development? Honestly, I never really thought about it. All I know is that I'm a devout student of self-development. And if you're listening to this podcast, it's probably pretty important to you too. Rather, you have a library of books like I do. You love soaking up different podcasts on how to be the best version of yourself. You constantly go to conferences or workshops to learn how to be the best you, that challenge you, that help you dream bigger, to do more, to set bigger goals. That is what I've done for many years. In fact, I've even written a self-development book. So I recently saw a video that challenged my entire belief system on self-development and thought, can there actually be a bad side of self-development? So I did a little bit of research. And on today's episode, I'm going to share with you what I found, and it might surprise you. Welcome to the Living Alive podcast. I'm Autumn Shields, a master connect coach, speaker, author, and serial entrepreneur. And most importantly, your hostess here to help you live your life alive. See, I believe we all have the ability to feel and be guided by life's nudges to live on purpose. So I'm inviting you to take this journey with me. Whether you were here just wanting to dip your toe in the water and see what this is all about, or maybe you were ready to dive deep. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. On this show, you'll hear powerful life-changing stories from thought leaders of all walks of life that are stirring things up. We will guide you on living your life fully alive, how to identify the nudges, and why living a healthy lifestyle actually makes a difference. So get ready to be inspired, challenged, and connected because it's your time to make a splash. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about the harmful side effects of self-development. Like, is there really such a thing? That just sounds bizarre to me. Well, a friend had sent me a video and as I started watching it, I was listening to this lady go on and on about absolute craziness. And so it was easy to dismiss it. And I cut the video short and went on about my day. The video had been bothering me for a few days. And whenever that happens, I actually think like, why is this triggering me? There's something inside of me I need to discover or think about or be challenged about. So I thought, is there actually harmful side effects to self-development? And I don't know about you, but that just seems absolutely crazy to me. I am a devout student of self-development. If I thought about the amount of money and hours I have spent on self-development and how bad can that be? I'm just trying to develop the best version of me so I can show up in the world and be the best me, right? Bring everything out of me, stretch me, challenge me, grow me to be the best version, right? And that's what I aspire to help others do. So this really challenged me. So as I dove deeper, I asked a lot of questions and that's how I challenged myself. And I encourage you whenever something really bothers you, maybe it's an opposing opinion or point of view that you just ask questions instead of being defensive. So I was trying to not be defensive about this. And I was just started asking questions. And what I found is that self-development is not something that there's a focus on in all other countries or cultures. And coming from America, there for many years, it has been a recent trend on self-development, self-help, self-actualization. What I found out is that although there's been this big push for self-development, that there is a lot of people that are still not happy. So if I'm doing all this self-development work to live my best life, why are so many people still unhappy? 
Well, before I dive into why people might not be happy, first of all, self-development does have a lot of benefits, right? If you think about it, it increases self-awareness, confidence. It's definitely growing my confidence, my motivation. When I plug into other people that are more motivated and that helps me realize how to motivate myself or what does motivate me. And so we know that self-development can have a lot of upside, but then why are we not happy? So what I found, and I researched tons of polls, and I focused just on America because I dove in and started diving into like other countries and it just became overwhelming. So just to make the point, I stayed with what is going on with America as far as stats show. The Gallup, who's been polling Americans for many, many years, and they do it again across 29 different measurements, show that only 38% of Americans say they're even satisfied with life. And what, as I was doing this research, what I found is that we are like bombarded with messages, right? On self-development, how to be the best you, and constantly talking about self. But what I noticed is there wasn't even barely a whisper on how to connect with others or community, or connection, that it was just overran by be the best you, set bigger goals, how are you doing in life, all those messages that as soon as I pick up my phone that I'm literally scrolling through. So self-development can obviously talk about personal success, right? I mean, the focus is a lot about individual achievement and personal success. Although this can be empowering, and it has been for me in my life at different stages, It can also create a culture of individualism. And if you think about what self-development is, the word self is the very first word in that, right? And so it's a lot about looking at me. And I believe that we do have to look at ourselves and grow ourselves to be the best version. I believe that we were put on earth to be the best version of ourselves. But what happens is it can create a very narrow focus of individual achievement where that also tends to not be able to either celebrate other people or you're measuring yourself against other people, right? So as I'm scrolling, I'm comparing myself to others. And I'm also, it can lead to feelings of like, I'm not good enough. And, or I'm constantly just comparing myself to others instead of connecting with others or celebrating other success. So when I'm in that place of either competition with others or comparison with others, that doesn't lend to community or connection. I think it's really good to be motivated and have competition, right? Because I know when I've had competition, it helps me increase and to move maybe further than I thought I could move. But what happens is that I'm really just looking at that person or that race or whatever it may be as a competition. I'm still focused on me and what I can do instead of that connection. So recently, I was on a plane from Miami to Boston a few weeks ago, and I met the sweetest twin girls. And as we spoke, they had just recently left home and moved away from New York, and they moved to Boston. And we were talking about all the pros and cons of you know how it is to move away from home for the first time. And they said that they felt really lonely. And I said, you know, why do you think that is? And they said they just are finding that no one really wants to be a friend or have a friend. And I thought, oh my goodness, how sad is that? Like I never felt like that when I first left home. And in other conversations I've had recently that I reflected back on, I've heard from other young people, somebody saying in their 20s that they don't have the time, like it's a lot of effort to have a friend or invest in friendships. And I even heard from an 11-year-old recently that I don't need friends, I have everything I need. And it broke my heart a little bit because 
I think what friendships have done for me in my life. And I mean, I could do five more episodes on just friendship and what friends have done for me in my life and that I hope I have done for other people. So as I started reflecting on this and I dove into more studies, I realized how important it is that humans as human beings were social creatures. And I think so many of us experienced this during COVID or lockdown that a lot of us were more alone than ever or left alone more than ever. We didn't have the normal social interactions that we usually have. And although so many great things came out of that time, a lot of people feel really lonely. But even without COVID, there's an organization called the Roots of Loneliness Project that found in 2022, when pretty much the world is getting back to normal, right? 52% of Americans reported feeling lonely and 47% of people reported that most of their relationships don't really have a meaning, like are meaningless. And I thought, oh my gosh, to think that that many people are feeling alone. And what I also found in this study is that for years, the older generation has felt the loneliness where maybe they've lost a spouse or a lot of their social connections. Maybe they're living alone or even an assisted living, but they're not living around the people that they normally would have. And that we've known that for a very long time, that older people tend to feel lonely. What this study showed is it's actually the younger generation, like children, young children that feel the loneliest right now. And that's heartbreaking to me because that should be the least amount of a kid's worries to feel lonely. They should feel welcome and connected to their family. They should feel connected with their peers and support. And I thought, oh my gosh, like how sad is this for our children to actually feel lonely? And what are we modeling? Like, are we modeling how to have real connections, to have real friendships, to have real conversations, to have real relationships? Are we modeling that? Because I know when I was a kid, you know, we, when we, we'd have to get together to play video games, right? And now you just can sit in your room and play video games. We used to have to have real conversations, meaning outside and on the streets. And now it's mostly over text. And so where are our connections coming from? And what is our focus on connections? So the Harvard study of adult development actually learned that it is close relationships, not money or intelligence or one's genetic makeup that creates lifetime happiness. Not only that, many studies have shown that true relationships, like good social interactions and positive relationships actually affect the longevity more than any of these other things. So I don't know if you're trying to live a long time or trying to live a healthy life, but I'm pretty sure you want to live a happy life. And all of the studies that I dove into showed that as much as I believe in self-development and I believe on becoming the best version of me, and I hope that I show up being the best version of me every day. And I know that I will not quit challenging myself and stretching myself to be the best version of me. Because I believe it's more of like the face mask in an airplane, right? That I have to put on myself to make sure I'm okay and I take care of myself before I'm able to do it for someone else. But my new focus is not just putting that air mask on and thinking, okay, I'm good. It's to take an immediate look around and say who else needs it. And not just in a time of crisis, but maybe it's just a word of encouragement. Maybe it's just texting that friend that you haven't talked to in a long time that maybe just needs some encouragement. Maybe it's actually picking up the phone and having a real conversation with somebody for a while. That seems weird, right? And maybe it's just getting some group of of friends together to just laugh and have fun. 
So what can we do? So there are actually two things. First of all, self-development and connection with others are not mutually exclusive. We can absolutely do both. It's just our focus and it's really our priority and our intent with what we can do for the day. So for instance, in my morning routine, I always read something that's usually self-development, right? And I spend that time in prayer and meditation. I know that's extremely important for me to show up the best way I can throughout the day. But how much time am I reaching out to others to connect, to make the relationships in my life actually better? What am I doing with my spouse? What am I doing with my children? What am I doing with people that I'm in business with? People that I see every day, whether it's the mailman or the the UPS or who's delivering my packages. What am I doing to actually build those connections? Am I trying to remember somebody's name so when I pass them next time I can say hello? What am I doing to improve connection in my life and hopefully the lives of others? So this shift can really provide a win-win for everybody. We can continue to be the best version of ourselves and on that journey, and we can continue to invest in others and true connections. So we can cheer each other on. I want to cheer you on by becoming the best version of yourself. And I also want you to cheer me on. And I also want us to be able to be friends or connect in a way that's actually meaningful. And if we can't connect or you don't feel that nudge to connect, do it with someone today. Do something for yourself today. Take care of yourself. Rather that is, you know, through self-care or self-development or whatever that may be for you, but also reach out to somebody today because I know together we can form better connections and we can all win because this life is about living your life fully alive. And how do we do that? Well, through all these studies, it has shown that the connection with others is truly the hot spot, sweet spot, something about a spot. Friends, thank you for joining in on today's episode. And I look forward to connecting with you soon. Thank you for joining us. And I hope you enjoyed today's show. And remember, good friends don't keep great messages to themselves. So keep the ripples moving and share this episode with your friends. Also, wherever you listen to podcasts, please take a moment to review or download this episode. I would love to connect with you. Regardless of where you're at on your journey, maybe you're feeling like you can't set sail or maybe you're out there rocking the open seas. Find me at autumnshields.com or on social and say hello. If you would like a complimentary coaching sesh, all you have to do is click on Let's Connect and let me know three things you would like to get out of the conversation and we will make it happen. So make today the day you decide to live your life alive and leave room for the unimaginable. So until next time, keep following the nudges.